Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, this is the drive at 5. 30 minutes of non-stop talk with Rich Zioli. The hearing to preserve women's right to compete in athletics is underway right now, or as the left describes it, a uh, transphobic horror show. But I'll tell you what Paula Scanlon just tweeted out a short time ago. If you remember, Paula was on the show a couple weeks ago fighting for women's rights, fighting for the right of women to be safe from men in intimate spaces in athletics like, you know, locker rooms and that sort of thing. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. So Paula Scanlon tweeted out the following. She said, I'm currently watching the hearing on the importance of protecting female athletics and Title IX. It's honestly pathetic to watch some of these representatives get up there and yell about how the Republicans don't care about women and allow them to be sexually assaulted. Since I opened up about being assaulted, many leftist activists told me it was made up. Democrats also told me it wasn't a big deal that I felt uncomfortable and I should get over it. The whole hashtag MeToo movement was a scam. It's believe all women that match our beliefs. Every day a leftist tells me that they don't believe me is another piece of evidence that the left doesn't care about victims of sexual assault. They only care about it when it advances their agenda. Today they once again leaned into it because they have no other piece of evidence to support allowing men into women's sports. Also, the hearing is on female athletics. You do not have to bring in sexual assault claims. It's just pandering and a distraction. And she said, First, everyone should play sports. They should just do so in proper sex-based categories. And if you're going to talk about providing more resources to athletes, where are the resources to help the girls that are forced to undress with males? What about the girls that are uncomfortable doing so and given no support at all? Embarrassing this woman is supposed to represent a law center for women, yet it is defending males pretending to be women. This is National Women's Law Center President Fatima Goss Graves, the liberal witness at the Title IX hearing. And this is what she said regarding female athletes. You have this one, Matt. I just uh, texted it to you a moment ago. Female athletes, what they should do in these moments, how they should handle these situations. And I'll play that for you. But what Paula Scanlon said about this is exactly right. 
If you're going to talk about providing more resources to athletes, then where are the resources to help the girls that are forced to undress with males? Like, remember what I said to you earlier about the locker rooms? I said, hey, when it comes to these locker rooms, everybody is talking about they want locker rooms that are as good as the men's locker rooms. That's fine. That's good. They should have them. Absolutely. But what about having those locker rooms be free from bio dudes walking around with their schfants hanging out and, you know, uh, flopping in the breeze like, like Will Thomas at Penn? What about that, for example? How about that for, for women to be able to have a, a, a space free from that? So good for Paula Scanlon for speaking out. I mean, what happened to her was terrible. And good for Riley Gaines for speaking out, too. The real bigotry is silencing us women and making us believe we are the bad guys for simply asking for fairness, simply asking for privacy and safety in our own spaces. Democrat Representative Summer Lee of Pennsylvania said Riley Gaines engages in transphobic bigotry by opposing boys and girls sports. And that's when Riley fired back and we played it live for you when she said, if my testimony makes me transphobic, then you, Congresswoman, you are a misogynist. And then after that, Congresswoman Lee moved to have Riley Gaines' words taken down. Do you have it yet or, or, or not? You have it? Okay. This is what that um, other woman said regarding what female athletes should have to deal with. Take a listen. And success in school sports depends on a whole range of factors, including how hard you work and coaching and access to really good resources and facilities. And trans students participate in sports for the same reason as their kids, because it is fun, because it creates belonging and community, because it teaches so much about persistence and leadership and, and discipline, unless they learn to lose gracefully, hopefully. And often they learn to win with dignity, hopefully. Um, they learn to do the sort of work that means you have higher grades and stay connected to school. I want every kid to have that chance, to have the chance to play. So I feel compelled to just end my testimony with a few ideas for the committee to pursue if it really wants to work on this issue. We could make it safer for student athletes who report harassment and sexual misconduct. We could address resource dis- So female athletes should just learn to lose gracefully, to bio dudes, right? That's it, just learn to lose gracefully. No big deal, just learn to lose and learn to deal with it. And it's on you. Now, this is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You have this one? Now, in this, in this clip during this committee hearing today, she lays out the new Democrat talking points on men and women's spaces. All right, so remember, it's, it's not just sports, but it's a lot of different spaces that women occupy. It's their dorm rooms. It's their locker rooms. It's all of these places. And for somebody like Riley Gaines, who was physically, sexually assaulted by a biological male posing as a woman, for somebody like Paula to have to go through that, for other women who've, who've had to deal with this in their lifetime, for other, like that in Virginia, the same situation where that, that girl was raped in the bathroom by a biological male identifying as a woman and the school district tried to cover it up. Loudoun County, Virginia, you remember that? Women deserve their own spaces too. They do. They deserve them. And look, I think men deserve them. I, I don't want women in the locker room. Guys don't want that. Guys want spaces like that. Like, for example, there's um, some, very hard to find anymore, like men's only clubs. You know, you can just go and smoke cigars with the guys and have drinks and, and just be a guy and not have to worry about, you know. And there's nothing wrong with that because there's nothing wrong with having separate spaces. It's okay, but it's not dangerous in that situation to say, all right, it's a men's only grill or it's a men's only cigar shop or something like that. Or it's a women's only 
cigar shop or a women's only grill or women's only book club or something like that. I mean, they have ladies nights. They, they do all kinds of different things. But it doesn't come with another added layer, and that is a security layer to it. This whole thing about keeping men out of locker rooms, keeping men out of dorm rooms, keeping men out of sorority houses also has a security component, too, because biological men are often pigs. They are. They're often pigs. I have two little girls I got to think about, and I have to make sure that I give them very good advice as a father. Obviously, my number one job is to keep them off the pole. My other job is to make sure that they don't make any videos or take any pictures that will haunt them that they will regret. These are the things as a father I have to think about. As a strong man, I have to think about how to protect the women I love from making bad mistakes. But I also have to make sure that they are protected from men who will often take advantage of them because men are pigs, especially in college. Let's face it. Not all men. A lot of men are very upstanding, good guys. But the reason why you keep them out of the locker room is because if there is a guy who's a pig, you don't want to give him the opportunity. Would you want, let me just ask yourself this, would you want your daughter living in a sorority house that has a biological male also living there? Would you want that? I would not. I wouldn't feel comfortable with it. I just would not. There's too many things that can go wrong in that situation. I don't like it. And there's nothing wrong with saying that. There's, as a society, we should be able to say those things. As a society, we should be able to say those things. And we should be proud to say those things because we as men and women, as adults, have a responsibility to protect daughters. We have a responsibility to protect these young girls. And, and the left wants it both ways. You know, the left wants to scream about rape culture on college campuses all the time and to try to vindicate young men as walking around, all of them preying on women. And they're not. Most of them are very good. But, you know, you have some bad apples like any other situation in life. But they'll scream about it. And that's why they had that, um, that piece in Rolling Stone magazine years ago, a rape on campus, which was a fugazi, you don't forget, a total fugazi about a gang rape that happened on the campus of the University of Virginia that never happened. It was a completely made-up story. But the reason why Rolling Stone, even though they got it wrong, I mean, they lied, it was a total disaster, they're still in business because the left will turn around and say, well, if it's not that one, it's another one. Rape culture is real. But the minute a biological male identifies as a woman, then at that moment, women's rights, the protection of women, giving them safe spaces on college campuses goes out the window. And you are not allowed to say they have a right to be free from having biological men in their spaces. When I was in college, I remember all the time that was always a long-running theme. Safe spaces. So much so that it became a joke. Everything was a safe space. Is this a safe space? You know, we'd always, that became, it became like a running joke. Are we in the treehouse of trust? You know, safe space. But they're gone now. Because the minute that a man says, I am a woman, the minute that a man says, I choose to identify as a woman, that man, according to the left now, has full access to all those spaces where these women believe they deserve their privacy. And in some cases, literally, like that sorority house, their literal home where they live. All in the name of social justice, all in the name of woke. And then women's rights completely go out the window. And then people like Riley Gaines and Paula Scanlon, they're labeled as transphobic when all they're saying is you should just have to play according to your sex, not according to your gender identity, your sex, which means that if you are born a man, you play on the men's team. If you're born a woman, you play on the women's team. 
It's not that complicated. The reason why the left can't embrace that, obviously, is because they want to believe, and they keep telling us there's 75, or maybe it's more now, different genders. You know, Zizer, like Zizer salad. That was my other, I think I came up with that last week, right? Zizer salad? <laughs> yeah, you mentioned it before. Someone's going to steal that, though. Someone's going to steal uh, steal that and, and, and toss it while they're at it, too. I mean, <laughs> sorry, that came out wrong. Uh, Zizer sounds like a salad. It doesn't sound like a gender to me. Sorry, but it doesn't. Uh, here is uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez explaining now the new standard for these um, these bio dudes in women's athletics. Take a listen. Now, I've spent a um, decent amount of my time here in Congress sitting through panels and hearings of men attempting to restrict the rights of women and telling us that it's for our own good. Um, but I want to dive a little bit more deeply into why this issue with targeting trans women in sports is particularly problematic, not just for trans girls, but for all of us. We're here today because there's a proposal here, and there are several proposals here, uh, to further marginalize trans women in sports. And I think about this all the time because trans people in the United States doesn't even exceed 1% of our population, and yet there's so many resources and energy and time dedicated to figuring out how we can more finely exclude them um, from our sports. And I thought, why, why, why so much effort and dedication on such a tiny portion of the U.S. population when there virtually is no major issue that is... um, that this is precipitating, and started to realize that a lot of these proposals here um, involve invasion of privacy of all women. Ms. Goss Graves, can you tell us a little bit about what sex testing looks like for youth in states with trans athletic bans? It's terrible. Uh, in some states, any individual could challenge whether someone is a girl enough to play. In some states, it requires actual a genital verification, which is shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, and there aren't, it's not as if there. Okay. And let me just stop you right there. You said there are some proposals. I mean, we've seen this in Ohio. There was a proposed ban on trans athletes that originally allowed for genital examinations on minors in order to quote-unquote protect women? Is that correct? Unfortunately, yes. And so we're seeing here, in this guise, under the guise of not only trying to further marginalize trans women and girls, we are talking about opening up all women and girls to genital examinations when they are underage. That's right. Potentially just because someone can point to someone and say, I don't think you're a girl. That's correct. And we're saying this in an environment of a post-Dobbs America. <laughs> let's, let's, stop it right, let's, let's, stop, let's, let's stop it right there and then back it up like 30 seconds. Is this happening anywhere, really, where somebody says, I don't really think you're a girl. Show me your private parts. Of course not. It's another lie that the left tells because the left lies all the time. It's what they do. They constantly do that. Their argument is that if you actually set a standard by which only girls can play in girls' teams, how do you know they're a girl? 
So then everybody's got to look under the hood and check out the parts. That's a lie. You see, because we know what boys are. We know what girls are because you're born that way. It's not that complicated. You have to just pick. You are either a boy or a girl. That's it. There's no other choice. There's no other option here. You don't have to check. We know if you're a girl. We know if you're a boy. See, we can define these things. The left can't. They don't want to. It's fluid, remember. It's what you believe. It's what's in your mind. I believe I'm Batman. It doesn't make me Batman, but, you know, but look, hey, whatever. If I had the billions and I was actually physically fit and I could fight and I had courage, I could be Batman, but I can't be a girl. I can live my life that way, but I can't be a girl. I can live my life as Batman. I will get my, my ass handed to me and it would be ugly. Like I literally can't do anything, anything physical whatsoever. But the point is that you cannot just, your boy or your girl, that's it. And you don't have to check. We know the difference. We know. And nobody is actually saying we have to get a physical examination to see that. This is another lie that the left puts out there. Like if you allow women's only athletics, you're going to reduce trans girls. And you remember the language here because the left always loves to manipulate language, right? So trans girls, what does that mean? Trans girls are biological men who identify as women and want to play in women's teams. You're going to subject them to a genital examination. And then she really brings up Dobbs. So she brings up abortion because they, they cannot help themselves, but, you know, bring everything back to that, obviously. But think about that for a moment. It's very easy to know if someone's a boy or a girl. Very easy to know. And you know, and you can tell. But you don't have to look if you just established normalcy as a policy, which case is that when girls say that they are actually boys, you tell them, no, you're actually a girl. And if you just did that, you'd be fine. But, but society doesn't let you do that. Society now says the opposite. If a girl says she's a boy, then she's a boy and that's it. And if you put in a policy in place that says only girls can play and a biological male comes over and says, I'm a girl, well, you're not a girl. And you don't have the girl parts. You have boy parts. So in AOC's warped world, that means then that every athlete then gets an inspection of their genital parts. That every athlete then has to has to, you know, pull her skirt up and let somebody see to verify that. Like in some sort of sick, sick movie or something like that. And obviously that that's not true. You know that and I know that. It's just very simple. If the left could just embrace science and biology and normalcy, then we would not have to have this conversation. But because they have allowed this to exist in this country where this notion that says that water is not wet and a boy can be a girl and you just, just decry science, you just say it doesn't exist anymore. And then that leads to idiotic conversations like the one you're listening to. And trans girls are being hurt by this. No, no, no. Girls are being hurt by this. Not trans girls. Trans girls are men. Trans girls are boys. Use the proper language here. Now, I have a very hard time. When I have to use, when I have to lie, I don't like lying. I really don't. I don't like doing it. And I don't like when I have to lie for the sake of social justice, where I get in trouble or I can get canceled because I have to tell a lie. A trans girl is a boy. A trans boy is a girl. And, and, and if, if we could just have the courage to be able to say these things, we could save ourselves a whole lot of time and stress and pressure. But we can't. In the name of social justice, we can't do those things. So what do you do if you have a situation where a biological boy comes to play on the women's team? 
and insists and his parents insist and the school insists that it's that 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 he is a girl. So for states, they've said, well, then, you know, you could be subject to a physical examination. Does that mean that every athlete is going to have a physical examination? No, of course not. And you wouldn't even need to have something like that in place other than the fact that we have to play this game. We have to pretend like science does not exist. We have to pretend like biology does not exist in the name of social justice. And for these girls who just want to be able to compete and for these girls who just want to have a locker room free of a dude with his junk, it's not fair to them. But in this dystopian scenario that AOC creates, every athlete will have to expose themselves to somebody. And uh, yes, great question that was asked. Don't schools typically demand a doctor's note slash physical to determine whether or not a student is healthy enough to play a was, sport in the first place? I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. Before yeah. Every, every sports season, you need an up-to-date physical. Every sports season. You need an up-to-date physical. Correct. So a doctor has to determine whether or not you're physically fit to play. Correct. No one at the field is going to be pulling your pants down to check. Interesting. Interesting. It's a fair point to bring up into the conversation. Yeah, but I, I feel like a lot of times when I hear like audio like this, I just wonder myself, has AOC or that other woman, have they ever played a sport in their life? Mm-hmm. Because it, it just always sounds to me like they haven't. Doesn't sound like they have, right? No. Played a sport. Played an actual sport. Correct. Some sort. Yeah. Uh, should we continue with this nonsense? Sure. Unfortunately, yes. And so we're seeing here in this guise, under the guise of not only trying to further marginalize trans women and girls, we are talking about opening up all women and girls to see that genital examinations uh-huh. when they are under age. That's right. Potentially just because someone can point to someone and say, I don't think you're a girl. That's correct. And we're saying this in an environment of a post Dobbs America where states are criminalizing access to abortion and want nothing more than data on women to figure out when who's getting a menstrual cycle who doesn't have one and we're supposed to believe that this is going to make us better and safer i think not yeah keep going sorry and per usual I don't believe we're sitting here in a panel of men that has actually thought about the biology and privacy consequences of all women, trans or cisgender here. Ms. Gosgraves, in addition to that, are there certain groups more Let's stop it right there for a second. Cisgender is another one of those phony terms that the left made up. Cisgender. It's another one of their... their You see, the left loves to manipulate language. They do. They add words unnecessarily to things. They, they, they take words and change them. They, they make things up. They, they, they do this all the time. They do this all the time. And cisgender is another one of those things. It's another game that's played. It's another language game that's played all the time. And, 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 and in this dystopian nightmare that she just, she just presented, every child will have to expose their genitals in a post-Dobbs America where men are taking away the rights of women. Ironically enough, what we're literally talking about in this entire hearing today is protecting the rights of women, protecting the rights of women, biological women. But the left cannot accept biology. 
They refuse to do it. The very same people that have signs on their lawn that say we believe in science will not accept biology. This entire hearing today is about protecting women. It's literally that's what it's about. Protecting women, period. So that women can compete in athletics and have a fair shot and not get robbed by a bio dude. And that women don't have to have a bio dude swinging his junk in the middle of their locker room or their sorority house. We are literally talking about protecting women. But in AOC's mind, in the left's warped mind, a biological male who identifies as a woman is a woman. So therefore, therefore, that person now, she, and I'm using quotes, she gets all the same rights as the women who are actually women. Because it's a construct. Gender is a construct and it can change. And you're not. And even though you're born gay or straight, that's been determined by the left or by or whatever the latest thing is now. That, and that's, that's, that cannot be changed, cannot be altered, cannot be muted. It's immutable. When it comes to gender, that's up to, that can change willy-nilly. And so all these women are asking for is just a safe space. That's it. They're not, they're not asking for biological men to be, to, for, for, and again, I'm using quotes, trans women, which are biological men, to be kicked out of school, to not be allowed to play sports, to not, to not have, they're just asking for their own spaces. For women to be able to have their own spaces. Why is that so controversial? Because the left cannot accept science because of of, of social justice. It's the same reason why they want parents to be kept in the dark about this at school districts. Because if you as a parent are told your child comes to school, Billy comes to school and says he's Jane and changes into a girl's outfit all day and you know about it and you think maybe there's something else going on here, like a mental health issue. I need to deal with this as a parent. Well, then you've now destroyed their argument, which says this is perfectly normal and perfectly fine and something you should accept and encourage and push forward. So you cannot have debate on the issue. The left will not allow debate on anything. They will not allow debate on anything. Climate change, gender, whatever it is, they decide, they set the rules. Everybody else has to play along and follow along, period. They do this all the time. All right, keep going to face discrimination under these bans when well, it comes to and, and what you were speaking to, particularly when it comes to black women and girls. No. And so then black women and girls get thrown in here, too. So then it becomes racist. It becomes sexist, misogynist, all because you're trying to do literally all you're doing is just protecting women. That's all you're trying to do. That's all that, that Riley Gaines is doing and Paula Scanlon is doing and all the other women who are there to, today and on, on social media, all the other women who are speaking out. And it's literally all they're trying to do. That's it. That's all they're trying to do. That's it. Is just protect women. Unbelievable that we have to have this conversation. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli if you'd like to weigh in. Listen, when it comes to your Christmas shopping this year, how about getting yourself something nice? How about getting yourself something that will be the gift that keeps on giving? Truly, even better than the Jelly of the Month Club. Jelly of the Month Club. Got it? Not Jello, Matt DeSantis. Jelly. <laughs> I prefer mine with jelly. Jelly of the Month Club. The gift that keeps on giving is a smile, a beautiful smile. You deserve one. So why not give yourself a gift this Christmas season? Why not give yourself the gift of a beautiful smile with my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com. 
V-A-N-A-R-I-A, VenariaDental.com. You know, he's a great guy, Dr. Mike. He's a great dentist, and he is the master of dental implants. If you need complicated dental work, there's simply nobody better. The level of care and commitment to dental excellence that Dr. Mike and his staff delivers to every patient will make you want to go to the dentist. If you've been contemplating that big invasive dental procedure and you're nervous, don't be. Reach out to Dr. Mike for a second opinion free consultation. You only have one smile. So trust it with Dr. Venaria, who's been delivering results that surpass expectations, has made him a top dentist in New Jersey for 10 consecutive years. He is one of the most respected reputations among his peers as a master of dental implants. Look, you have a choice, a clear choice when it comes to your smile. So please reach out to him today. Two locations to serve you right over the bridge in Cinnaminson and Woodbury. Schedule your free implant consultation today for your perfect smile. Call 856-786-2020. 856-786-2020. VenariaDental.com. V-A-N-A-R-I-A. VenariaDental.com. Get yourself something special this year a beautiful smile with my buddy my dentist and the master of dental implants dr mike venaria venariadental.com worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Zioli Show, on your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. My buddy Tom, who also is the guy who helps me fix things, he said uh, the women should fight back. The way to fight back is when they're standing there waiting for the gun to go off, a starting pistol. When the gun goes off, they should just stand there in protest. Yes, Tom, well said, my friend. Very, very well said. He's actually the guy who's helping to build my my new home studio, Matt DeSantis. You know, she's been seeing me a lot lately, right? Yeah, I was wondering why. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking to myself, Rich has been here a lot recently. I even saw the boss today, the big boss, David Yagaroff. Oh, wow. Senior vice president, slash market manager. Great so guy. So all the, all the suits today. Yes, great guy, you... Butt kisser. Yeah, great guy. He is super nice. He is, absolutely. Super nice guy. And it was it was good to see him. I, I haven't seen him in a little while, but I've been here a lot lately. I know. It's the surprising. home studio's getting a, 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 re- a refresher, you know what I mean? <laughs> a little refresher. What was wrong with it? It sounded all right. Uh, Henry said you could hear the kids running, yeah, right? Yeah, a little, little, too much, little too much sounding. Yeah. yeah, you could hear the kids running across the, because the, um, it's in the basement now. 
used to be in my garage. Now it's in the basement. And when, particularly Reagan, because she's three and she's a monster, you know, she should be on the terror watch list. I've mentioned this before. She really should be. And she comes just charging across the floor, just charging across. It's a wood floor above it. And so Maz, actually, Dr. Maz figured out how to soundproof that because he's the smartest guy I know. And they sell these these things that basically become like shock absorbers, like for your car, and you use them in your basement ceiling, and that absorbs the sound. So Tom's putting those in for me. What's that? I said, that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool, right? It's concerning to me that Maz is worried about your basement, though. Shouldn't he have, like, more important things to, like, concentrate on? You mean because he's the CEO, co-CEO of Cooper University Healthcare? Exactly. Have you seen that new Morristown Mall that they, did you see the new campus yet that they opened? Oh, my God, it's gorgeous. I haven't been inside yet, but I drove by it the other night at the Morristown Mall. This was a mall that had been in decline forever. I mean, for years and years. But really, in the last several years, they lost Macy's. They lost Sears. I mean, all those big stores left. And the mall was just, it's got a great movie theater there. And it's got a couple of good restaurants, Boscov's. But that's it. And the rest were all those kind of... You know, the interior, there's like a Victoria's Secret, and like a Gertrude Hawk chocolates and like, but like nothing, you know what I'm saying? And it was a ghost town. But what Cooper did was they bought the old, I guess it was, um, I don't know, JCPenney or Macy's. They mm-hmm. bought whatever that building was that faces Route 38 and they turned it into this gorgeous new big Cooper campus at the Morristown Mall. I have to go check it out. And smart too, because it'll bring people there. And then while they're there, they might get something to eat. Might catch a movie, you know what I mean? There is a great restaurant over there. Which one? Uh, Maplewood. Joe Joe Italiano's? Yeah, delicious. Well, <clears throat> I, um, I'm i a big fan of the movie theater there, too. Because they have the nice, big, luxurious re- recliner loungers, you know what I mean? Oh, it's one of those? I haven't been there before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, here's a little pro tip for you. The restaurant across the way is called Yard House. Yeah. They will... <laughs> They will give you to go cocktails if you need to. <laughs> if you if you need to go into the movie theater, what a degenerate! <laughs> you can't be sober for the the two and a half hour movie. Do you, do you want to be sober for Barbie? Because I don't think any other guy did. Actually, that's the test if you're a man or not. Right there. Were you able to see Barbie sober? I did see Barbie sober. Yeah, mm-hmm. not in the movie theater, but no I've one questioned. We know that you're not like an alpha male, but DeSantis. Come on, please. <laughs> You tell me you wouldn't want like a drink while like a movie's going. Yeah, on? what's wrong with that? Yeah, no, I, I they do that in Italy. I mean, idea, they, but... A lot of play, movie tavern in Exton. I mean, the movie tavern PA has yeah. all those kinds. I'm not of saying places. get like plastered here. Just no, don't yeah, take I'm not the like edge I'm not passing around a bottle of Fireball. I'm just freaking having my, a, a beer with a movie. No, my, like ob- my objection is is not even with the drinking itself during the film. It's that you're sneaking things in uh, from the outside. You're breaking the rules. I'm not. Who I walked right guy? up to the movie counter. I got popcorn. I had my beverage in my hand. They didn't say a word about it. <laughs> Still a violation of the rules. Oh, it's... They you, just didn't want to say anything. Is, is, is it really a rule or is it really just frowned upon? It's a rule. You're not allowed to bring where, where outside is this rule? food and drink. Where is this rule? I think that I think that's an old wives' tale. It's not an old I, wives' I think tale. It's a policy. They... they where? Where is this policy? Show Everyone me one knows policy. that movie theaters make all their money on concessions, and you're bringing outside. Why food are you in like defensive big movie here? I yeah, like really. movie theaters. I Why like are you defending theaters. China again? <laughs> I'm not defending Communist. China. <laughs> I, I like movie theaters. I love their popcorn, and I never want to see them disappear. Okay, that's great. You could buy a popcorn, but you can also sneak in a drink. Like, what's 
They're, I'm sure they make uh, a ton of money Listen, off those beverages. If they could, if they were selling beer or wine, I would say then don't bring in outside beer or wine. But I'm not talking about smuggling in a Coca-Cola like you are talking about. I'm not they do don't that. offer adult beverages, so you bring it in from the outside. I think you're both rule violators. I purchase all. Why? My I'm still buying the, the concessions. Theater. I bought popcorn. I bought uh, Junior Mints. Did you buy a beverage though? I, as a matter of fact, I did because I needed, I needed, one time I smuggled a bottle of wine in and I needed a cup. <laughs> so I bought the beverage to get the cup. I just didn't fill it. So they won. They actually won because I got charged like six bucks for a soda that I didn't even use. So they, they won coming and going. Everybody wins. All right. In that scenario, if you're buying the cup, I think that they'll probably, yeah, they'll, they'll green light that. No one gets harmed. The biggest problem with bringing a bottle of wine into a movie theater is when you decant it, it takes up a lot of room, so you got to buy two seats. You know what I mean? I'm not going to, what am I, like a peasant? I'm not going to decant my wine, obviously. <laughs> so. <laughs> Are you sure you're not the Harvard elitist? <laughs> buying Decanting an wine in the movie theater? your wine, yeah. <laughs> now, that's why God made uh, screw tops. <laughs> Which the French love, by the way. A lot of French wines, people don't realize a lot of French wines use screw tops. Oh, speaking of wine. Did you see the other day they had a commercial for Yellowtail during the game, Yellowtail Wine? And who's the guy that's doing it? Who's the actor that the uh, the, the personality with the with the Yellowtail commercials? Uh, I know the Zoli Army is going to weigh in and Twitter in about seven seconds because yeah, that's our delay, right? So know. we have a seven second delay. No, it's it's way way more than t- uh, seven seconds. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sure I saw this. Yeah. Probably too upset. Yellowtail Wine commercial. I'm googling it and I don't even see anything. You don't see it? No. Um. I'm trying to think who who it is. It's somebody famous, by the way, who's doing it. And all I kept thinking of is, for years, it was a running joke with the Zioli Army about me drinking Yellowtail wine. It's like, my hell would be Yellowtail wine with pineapple pizza. That would be my hell. I'd have to eat that every day and drink Yellowtail wine. You know what I'm saying? That From the, from the rest of it. <laughs> um. By the way, a, a motion to condemn virulent anti-Semitism, which was sponsored by Congressman Tom Massey. 105 Democrats voted against it. 105 Democrats voted against the motion to condemn anti-Semitism. It's amazing. I have the list. And of course, the list is the usual rogues gallery of, um, of, of absolute people that hate Israel. No question about it. But 92 Democrats voted present on the resolution. 13 Democrats and one Republican voted against the resolution. The resolution states that all anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism. I'm just trying to trying to figure this out a little bit. Anyway, um, that just happened a few moments ago in uh, in the in the House. I'm trying to figure out who was the Republican who voted against it. Um, it was sponsored by Representative David Kustoff of Tennessee, one of just two Jewish Republicans in the House. Oh, Massey voted against it. I'm sorry, I'm mistaken. Massey voted against it. He said, um, I don't know his reason yet for why, but I'm sure he'll come out and explain it. But 105 Democrats just voted against it. That's the breaking news on that. Here is a clip I just sent you, Matt DeSantis. This clip is uh, from the FBI Director Christopher Ray today in front of the House. You know, we've talked about Mark Houck before. Mark Houck's a great guy, local guy. His house was raided. His house was raided by the FBI. We've had Mark on the show a number of times. And he was dragged out 
shackled and chained in front of his kids on a Sunday morning. Absolutely, absolutely just revolting and weaponization of government. Trying to embarrass this man. Absolutely trying to embarrass this man. Well, Representative Chip Roy of Texas, who's fantastic, he grilled United States Assistant Attorney General for Civil Rights, Kristen Clark. I guess not. I, I said Christopher Ray. Excuse me. It was United States Assistant Attorney General for Civil Rights, Kristen Clark, at the House Judiciary Committee on Hearing on Tuesday, asking if she had apologized to pro-life activist Mark Houck for a raid on his home. He was arrested last year for alleged violations of the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act. His case became well-known after his arrest when his wife alleged that the scene at their family home that preceded his arrest was unnecessarily threatening, and it was. 30 armed FBI agents showed up at the house when their seven children on a Sunday morning, pounding on the door, screaming at the Hawks to open it. Mrs. Hawk also claimed that the agents pointed their weapons at both her and her husband in front of the children. She said, it was all very scary and traumatic. I don't know what's going to come of it when you see guns pointed at your dad and mom in your house when you first wake up in the morning. Um, absolutely atrocious what they did here. This is the exchange. Take a listen. So I find that to be astounding. I, I do want to follow up on the line of question of the gentleman from California uh, with respect to the FACE Act implementation because, Ms. Clark, you, you dismissed saying, well, I can't... What? Who's, whose time are we doing now? Go ahead, Mr. Bishop. It's my time. I'll, I'll let the okay. gentleman... That's what I, I may ask to send, we send to the gentleman from Ohio after you. But. I just wanted to point out that there have been at least 35 cases of the FACE Act being applied to pro-life groups and or churches uh, or, you know, pro-life people that are anti-abortion in your tenure, not even counting 2021. That's the data from 2022 and 2023 versus the four that we can point to, the one that you point to in January. So the point of the gentleman from California, I would just ask, you've, you're, you're in your possession of your hands. You had a FOIA request that was responded to um, from a left-leaning group, uh, the Center for Investigative Reporting. We've been asking for a copy of that FOIA about the prosecution levels and the numbers from your office uh, uh, for a long time, I think for almost a year, and we've not been responded to. So will you commit to sharing that FOIA request and all of the data of FACE Act prosecutions, specifically under your watch and generally? I, I can absolutely bring this back to the division's FOIA officials and ensure that you receive a timely response. Uh, please know that the division is committed to even-handed enforcement of the well, FACE even Act. On, even under your watch, it's at least 35 to 1 or 2. That is not even-handed. That's well, far from even-handed. And importantly, Mark Houck, who was targeted, had a raid of his home, prosecuted under this, was acquitted by a jury. Have you apologized to him on behalf of the Department of Justice for that grave violation of his civil rights, having his family have to watch him being raided at his home, and then he's acquitted by a federal jury? Have you apologized to him? Well, we, we follow the facts and apply the law. That is our, our job, and we welcome opportunities to engage with other pro-life so groups that may be experiencing threats or acts so The answer to that is, is no. Does the reclaiming my yeah, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Chip Roy, for bringing that out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad you're bringing this out. I'm glad that you were bringing this up. Um, check in. Um, Matt DeSantis not answering the phones again. I actually tried to call because the AOC insanity gets me fired up, but no one answers the phones in that establishment. Anyway, you know, you know that people rat you out when you don't answer the phone. I feel like I've answered them today. It's possible I've missed one, but... 
uh, I, I think I did a good job screening today. Give myself an A. And then all of a sudden, you just what? You just turn around and you just stop? You just decide to stop working? Well, no. no. The issue is if I'm playing audio, I don't have the call screener up front and center. So I'm. it's not, you know, within eye shot. So it's possible a phone call slipped through the cracks while we were playing audio. It's possible, he says. Possible. It's not like the phone lines are lighting up right now either. I yeah exactly. So if a call comes in, it's not you can you you could easily see it because it's I'm not asking for calls even. I'm not even doing a caller segment right now. No, unless you solicit for them, they usually don't come in because I feel like the audience has been conditioned. Well, the Zioli Army knows that I have uh, 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 I don't have much patience for calls. They know this. <laughs> <laughs> it usually ends with people sitting on hold for a little while, yeah. Yeah, they, they know. And it's not that I don't love you. You know, I do. It's just, you know, come on. Anyway, call back. I'll happily screen your call. All right. Fair enough, Joan. Fair enough. 855-839-1210 if you want to weigh in. If you'd like to call Matt DeSantis and bother him while he's at work. <laughs> 855-839-1210. Um, some other breaking news for you. This is very, very good here. Um, the Department of Justice now... I mean, it's not very good that it happened, but it's very good that it's coming out. The Department of Justice blocked whistleblowers from testifying in the Hunter Biden probe, according to House Republicans. This just happened. This is hot off the presses here on the show. This just came up. I'm going to bring this up with you in the six o'clock hour. Um, and it's it, it and, and this is a big deal. I mean, it really is. It's it's a it's a big deal. But before I get to that, let me just say something. This is this is something. And, I, and all right, so I told you how. You guys, everyone knows, I love superheroes. Years ago, the Zioli Army made me a, my very own Captain America doll. It's basically an action figure, excuse me, action figure. Whoa. Captain America action figure with my face on it. It is. It is. Uh, sits on, proudly in my home studio, which is now under renovation construction. But the, the Marvel is terrible these days. Marvel, the Marvel universe is awful under the direction of the new people in Disney who run the place. It's terrible. And the thing about it is, the thing about it is that when it comes to Disney, they have a way of ruining everything. But this is amazing. Bob Iger, the CEO, trying to explain how the new Marvel movie that came out, The Marvels, was the lowest grossing Marvel movie yet to date, period. The reason why, what he explains in this is that, quote, there wasn't as much supervision on the set. so. What we have, the executives were not really looking over what's being done day after day after day. Basically, and pay attention now, what the CEO of of Disney, Bob Iger, is suggesting here is that the director of the movie needed constant direction and supervision by the executives. Now, typically directors hate that. Typically directors want the suits to stay out of it. It's the same thing with, 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 uh, with talent. I don't want the suits telling me what to say or what I can't say. Leave me alone and let me do my show. This has been a running theme. and It's why I'm glad that Greg Stocker is finally the program director, because that's something we used to say all the time. Just let me do my show. I know what I'm doing. Let me do my show. It's the same thing when you're directing a movie. Let me direct this movie. I know what I'm doing. But they, they didn't have the executives coming down every day to police what was going on. That's what Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, is blaming for this big flop in the Marvels. But here's the thing. The director of the movie is a woman. So is the Disney CEO, Bob Iger, actually suggesting that women cannot direct movies? 
is the CEO actually suggesting that women need to constantly be monitored and supervised by the men, by the male executives. Otherwise, it's going to be a flop. Now, I'll tell you the real reason why the Marvel movie was a bomb. And, and the reason why, and I don't know, did you, you guys didn't see it by chance, did you, Matt or Henry? No. no. I'll tell you the reason why. Brie Larson is vile. She is. She turned off the audience. What Brie Larson did when, when Captain Marvel came out, she basically told, she, she basically came out and said, this movie's not for straight white men. I don't want you watching it. And there's a lot of straight white guys that love the Marvel movies. And uh, newsflash, like when women wear tight superhero clothing. You're just turning off your audience. You're literally doing what Bud Light did, which is to say, we don't like our core audience. So people said, fine, we won't do it. And Captain Marvel was okay. It was not a great movie. What saved it was Samuel L. Jackson. But this movie turned around and I thought, I, I, it, nothing compelling about the trailers, nothing compelling about the previews. And you know I love previews. I do. I love previews. If I, if I, don't, if I don't like being late to a movie because I don't ever want to miss the previews. It's where the magic happens, baby. The previews. But the previews did not look interesting to me at all. The previews did not look interesting to me at all. And the movie I heard was not compelling. It wasn't good. And so I just said, no, I'm not going to pay my money. for. I'm not, I, my, at this point in time, I think people are making better and smarter choices. They have to with their dollars. They have to. They have to make better choices with their money. They don't have a choice. What is it? What's that? What's that clip that you have? Uh, the Home Alone thing. I, let, let's, you know what? I got to take a quick break. But when I come back, Home Alone fans react to how much Kevin's supermarket trip would be in 2023. All right. This is something you're going to want to hear. You remember when Kevin McAllister, the eight-year-old in the movie Home Alone, was shopping at a grocery store by himself? Well, we looked at what the cost would be in the year 2023. And we'll give that to you in the fourth and final hour coming up in a big show. All right. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. But Christmas, the season to give gifts that people will love and not return. And it's very easy for you to do this. And I'm talking about Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is how you do it. OmahaSteaks.com. Because this is what you do. We got to talk about Christmas. We got to talk about it. You don't want people to return things, right? You want to make sure that people love the gift. But with Omaha Steaks, you're going to give them something five generations of family quality. And when you use my name, Zioli, at OmahaSteaks.com, you are going to save an extra $30 off your order. There's something for everyone on your list, and nobody ever returns steak. Nobody. Right now, Omaha Steaks is 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code Zioli at checkout, you're going to get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Do it today, omahasteaks.com. This offer will not last long. Make sure you reach out to Omaha Steaks today. It's a gift from the heart. It's a gift that people will love, and nobody ever returns great food. Nobody ever returns steak. 50% off site-wide, plus an extra $30 off with promo code Zioli. Five generations of family, five generations of American beef right from the heartland. Something for everyone on your list. Something that they will remember. OmahaSteaks.com, promo code Zioli. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.